The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 184. Sunday, December 18th, 2011. This is The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 184. Mm. I am Rob. You are Greg. And together we are... I don't know. Autobots! Uh, transform and roll out! Together we form Voltron! <laughs> Defender I'll form the head. So, is this our Christmas episode? Ugh, no. 2011? No? It's a difference. <laughs> Happy Christmas to all! And to all... A good night! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that guy, man, screaming. Yeah, every- Merry Christmas oh, to all! No. And to all a good night! <laughs> yes, sir! <laughs> That's right, sir. Every time we talk, say it's a Christmas episode, we never ever do anything involving Christmas in the episode. So, well, I, I usually review some idiotic made-for-TV Christmas movie, which I have. I have one. Oh, I have a review. No. Here, let me let me pull this up here real quick on Wikipedia. Twelve dates of Christmas. It's called the Twelve Dates of oh, Christmas. Oh God! I hope that means like dates, as in. You know, the uh, uh, Middle Eastern uh, fruit. <laughs> no. So it stars the woman Amy Smart. Oh, I like her. From Just Friends with Ryan yes. Reynolds. Remember that movie? Yes, I do. Also from both of the uh, Cranked movies with uh, Jason Statham. Oh, I didn't see those. Okay. So uh, it has Amy Smart and my favorite, oh. Mark Paul Gossel. Uh, I could do without him. And so it's called The Twelve Dates of Christmas. It was on ABC Family. Hold on a second. You know that this is not a big time even TV movie when you go on Wikipedia and the <laughs> description is one sentence long. <laughs> well, here is the description. Oh, boy. It is basically a complete ripoff of Groundhog Day with uh, with Bill Murray and Bill Chris Murray. Elliott. Chris Elliott! Chris. So this woman, Amy Smart, goes um, to the mall or whatever. She's at the department store. She gets sprayed with perfume in the face. She gets knocked unconscious. And when she wakes up, she has to go on this date with Mark Paul Gossler. What? And the date goes bad. She goes home, she's all sad, she goes to sleep, and then she wakes up back unconscious on the floor of the department store, having just been sprayed in the face with the perfume, and she then relives relives the rest of the day. Uh-huh. She has the date with Mark Paul Gosselaar, it goes bad, she messes it up, she goes home, she's sad, she goes to sleep, she wakes up on the floor of the department store, and it's like over and over and over again for two hours. Until finally at the end, I guess she does the date correctly, and then she wakes up and it's the next day. Uh, uh, uh. So anyway, uh, 
So I'm certain that there was like hijinks every time or Um not, not really. Now was she like in the middle of this, was she trying to like school herself on the Mark Paul Paul Gossler character and Yes. Okay. Um, but she didn't drive off a cliff. No, but the, but and again, this was a complete carbon copy of Groundhog Day. She goes through the phase of like, wow, what's happening? Why do I keep reliving the day? Then she goes through the phase of, oh, I keep reliving the day. I could do anything I want. Uh, and she, uh, she eats a whole box of donuts. <laughs> she eats the whole chicken. She, you know, stands the in the middle chicken. of the street letting cars run her over. <laughs> she, then she goes through the phase where... I know. I have to be a better person. Ah, That's what it, yes. It's exactly a Groundhog Day. God. How did they get away with that? What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so... Merry Christmas. Oh, boy. And to all a good night. Yes. Next. Alright, so... I just want to continue uh, one little thing from the last episode. Which was the uh, episode where I conquered my quest. The dush. The dush. Cue the uh, intro. Okay, guys, this is really Eliza Dushku, and you're listening to the Ponch Stevenson Show. That's right. Awesome. Yes. I just wanted to add something about that. Sure. All right. So what I don't, I forgot to say was. You see this gigantic... There's a picture that she put on her Twitter account. This enormous ring that was on her finger. Yeah. It's like this massive... I don't know what the hell this thing was. So at the end, after I had given her the, the, the business card and, and all that, she's like, oh yeah, cool. And I, you couldn't hear from it, but she extended the fist and I got to do with a fist pump. Mm. But I wound up... I didn't fist pump her. I fist pumped this enormous ring. <laughs> it's like, like this the, huge ring. Yeah, it was like the ring pop. Yeah. Pump. All right. Well, so, so you got to to touch her ring. Yeah. <laughs> touch her ring like she's the queen or something. And then she was on, last week she was on The League on FX. Oh, yeah? Yes. Now, it's very funny. did she ever uh, respond to you on Twitter or leave? No. she didn't post a comment on our website? Nobody posts a comment on our website. Leroy did. She was asking about some the Atari 2600 uh, labels. <laughs> the only comments we get are on the Atari 2600 label things that I did. <laughs> Ted Danson's blackface. And Steven Seagal or Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> That's true. Well, uh, yeah, where's Esteban been? I don't know. He's I'm... not leaving comments. Dennis isn't leaving uh, comments. Dennis is... Are these people still God. alive or what? I don't know. I've, talked, so. I've talked to Esteban. Yeah. His uh, his pod. He's still doing his podcast. Yeah, I have to listen. I'm he behind. Like, he said, "There's there's like countless comic book and and science fiction conventions in Florida and and that he's gone to." So Why? I mean, you'd figure you and I are in the New York area. We're in New Jersey, but we're very close to New York City. I would figure that would be the center of. No. All this no, be, activity. No, because Florida's cheaper. It's a vacation spot. People go down there for vacation also. Yeah. New York the New York is very expensive. Yeah. Well, all right. Anyway, so... Autobots. Continuing on the celebrity angle. Transform. I met Bill Maher. Nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. I drive a hybrid. Yes. Nah. 
Bill Maher was doing a book signing for his new book, which was uh, the New New Rules or something. New Rule. In uh, in New York, of course, Rob was not there. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I wanted to. I wanted to go. I couldn't. Um, let me just quick, quickly describe his book. I didn't realize this. He had done this already in the previous book. Basically, all this book is, is somebody took, you know, the new rules that he does in his show real time? Yeah. Somebody took a bunch of the, you know, all the new rules and stuff that he did on his show over the past, like, five years. Yeah. And they just put them into a book. Well, naturally. So he didn't even write the book. Well, well his writers, I guess, wrote the book. Clearly. <laughs> So here I get this thing. I'm like, wait a minute. This is not even a book. This is a transcript of his show. <laughs> is it hardcover? Yes. What? It is? Yeah. I was just joking. Well, it, 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 there's like two new rules on each page. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like 20 pages. Yes. Two new rules on each page. That's yeah, crazy. At like 32 point font. And it's hardcover. Yeah. So... I did, sorry, so this was in the Barnes & Noble in Tribeca, I think that is. So, of course, Bill Maher at the last minute says that he's coming an hour later. Oh. <laughs> so I get there, I get the book, I'm in line. There's no, I guess, you know, because there was a lot of people there, they wouldn't let him speak. You know, like do any really? questions and answers or anything like that. Wait, so he just shows up and then you just like... And it's like conveyor belt. It's, ah. Uh -huh. All right, but go, go into my thing there because I did take a video right. of when he walked in there. Thank you very much. Go to the just go to the pictures, I guess. All right, Bill Meyer. Yep, there he is. is. Looking pretty good. Now, oh, no, hold on a second. Well, what he looked, he actually didn't look pretty good. He no? looked like he had just gotten out of bed. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like his Bill hair Cosby. was a, his hair was a mess. He he just literally he looked like he had just gotten out of bed. He probably did. <laughs> yeah, look at him. He 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 dyes his hair now. Uh, he has that Paul know. McCartney weird like peach colored hair now. <laughs> There's me. So were you, so you were allowed to take pictures? Yeah, but you couldn't you stop and pose for the picture. Let's see. Although if I had somebody with me, uh... well, sorry. Next time. Yeah. All right. So then go to uh, well, close that. Go to the other folder there. That's pictures that I. I found not that many, but hmm. I was actually standing over there. You couldn't see me. There he is. 
Bill Maher. It's the receding hairline. Um, now, here's the thing. Before I get to the audio that I took of, of me talking to Bill Maher. Yeah. <clears throat> what I can't understand is, I go to these book signings, right? Now, every person has a cell phone camera, at least. But most people have an actual camera, and they're taking pictures or videos. Why is it in all of these things I go to, I am the only guy who puts them on the internet? I don't know. What is that? They are not internet savvy. What? I mean, seriously. What other, well, what other photo sites are there than Flickr? Uh, Nobody uses photo, web shots anymore. Uh, photo bucket, <laughs> maybe... Although it's, I yeah, feel like I feel like Photo Bucket is like very ghetto compared. Nobody to, uses that. Yeah, yeah, Flickr, uh, and then like YouTube for the videos, Twitter, <laughs> and you can never. Nobody puts this stuff out. I know that I am in pictures of all of these things. People, because I've taken pictures as I'm in line. They don't let you stand for a photo in a lot of these things. Yeah. So I take a picture from the side of other people. So other people behind me in the line are doing taking pictures of me. Right. So where are my pictures? This is annoying. Are they, they on Facebook? They, no, well, they hoard them. Facebook, you can't see anybody's picture unless they let you, so that's useless. Right. What a useless site. They, they, these people hoard them. Come on. Digital hoarders. I mean, it's ridiculous. I can't, I mean, how many times now have I taken a picture of someone, several times I've taken a picture of someone else and had to email it to them? Yeah. Well, because you are the, uh, you know, you're, you're living in the 21st century, unlike these... No other... good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> All right. Well, so you met Bill Maher. Bill Maher. All right. So here, so I'm in the line. Eventually I get to the line. And, well, the thing was, I was going to, like, if they did a Q&A, I, I would have recorded the whole thing and tried to ask a question, like, make fun of him or something. Yeah. But obviously I couldn't. Wait, so... Do you realize that slowly, over the past couple of years, you and I put together have been meeting... Mostly me. You and I put together have been meeting all of the people that we had made fun of on the podcast. <laughs> like Ted Danson, Bill yes. Cosby, yes. Bill Maher... Uh, well, we didn't meet Bill Cosby. No, but alright. But Could have. Uh, Regis? Yeah, Regis. It's like... Who's next? I, I think Louis Anderson's next. Sagan. I'd like to meet Steven Sagan. Steven Sagan. You gotta come to my... If he wrote a book, what would it be? Oh, who cares? I, I wrote my book, How to Be Zen. Um, how, how to be a Zen priest. All right. So, <clears throat> I finally... Meet, can't meet Michael Jackson. So I finally... Maybe Dr. Phil. Hey. So I finally get up to... Bill Maher. I'm like, all right, what am I going to ask him? So I made a comment. I was like, hey, Bill, you know, I, uh, I religious was great. And he's like, no, thank you. And then, you know, I was, I forget what else I said to him, but I was like, I, I liked how you did something or other. And then he's like, he's like, oh yeah, you know, there's this PBS show. They did a really be much better job than me. And so then I said like, oh, you know, I'd love for you to do another movie like that. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't do that. Or he he didn't understand what I was saying. Uh, anyway, right, so just play it. Play the clip. Nah. Live on the air. But I like it. I defend it to this day. How you doing? 
Thank you. Oh, you're at the Beacon? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah, you were there? You left? Thank you so much. You too. Hey, Bill, what's Hi. up? How you doing? Religious was great. Oh, thanks. I really like the part where you had the myths that were like Christianity, yeah. and you went through them because I had a yeah. class in college called yeah. The Bible is Literature, and right. they did that in there. Yeah. There's Genius. A, there's a documentary called From Jesus to Christ. All right. The PBS version. I hope you do another one. How's that? No, I can't do that. <laughs> you got a book? All right. Bill so, Maher, live on the show. <laughs> briefly. Well, he was actually very affable. He was making jokes mostly of himself. Well, it's probably high. Well, yeah, so... As usual. But I'm just saying that he, in, in real life, he seems like a, a, a nice guy. Like Louis Black was when I met him. Yeah, exactly. Well, comedians usually are. I mean, the, the, the comedians usually are the best people to meet in that kind of like a book signing or something because they usually will like sit there and take pictures and, you know, do all that because, you know, they're, they're regular people. Right. And they're insane, but <laughs> they're mostly regular people. There's, there's some of these other people, no, they, they won't do that. All right, Bill Maher. And... An another check in your column. Yes. And Bill Maher... This was a crazy thing. So I, you know, I met Bill Maher. So a couple days later, I'm watching TV in the middle of the night, you know, I'm like during the weekend, one of the HBO channels. And all of a sudden, this movie comes on. Would you believe... Would you believe <laughs> that there was a movie in the early 1980s that starred Bill Maher? No. Gary Busey. Uh, Gary Busey. And Mr. T. I pity the fool, Hannibal. Would you believe that such a movie existed? I, how could it? Well, it wait, did. wait, wait, wait. Bill Maher, <laughs> Gary Busey, and Mr. T. So I'm watching. Wait a what is it? I turn. I turn this movie on. <laughs> the first guy I recognize is this guy Adam Baldwin, who's in on Chuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. So, at the time, he must have been, like, I don't know, 19 years old. He had this big, bushy hair. So, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I recognize him. He's Casey? Yes. Yeah. So, as the show, is, the movie is going on, all of a sudden, it's like, all oh, these crazy characters. Then, out of nowhere, it's it's like, wait a minute, it's Gary Busey. Yeah. And Gary, yeah Gary Busey is standing on top of this, you know, this taxi screaming. I'm like, what the hell? And all of a sudden, Mr. T! I ain't getting on no plane, fool. I'm pretty the fool. Nobody drives my taxi but me. <laughs> Mr. T, and then to top it off later in the movie, all of a sudden it's Bill Maher. <laughs> and it's he me, is Bill the Maher. Worst actor ever. <laughs> Bill Maher. You talking to me, fool? You talking to me? <clears throat> it's called DC Cab. It is DC unbelievably so what is it bad. About? Well, don't you, aren't you going to watch it? Yeah, eventually. Basically... I guess, I mean, I guess I'll watch it. You have to watch, this, you have to watch it. You have to see the whole thing. It's Wait, unbelievable. Right. You, you talk. I'm going to pull up the, the Wikipedia page. No, this will be a preview of it. In a couple episodes, we'll review it. Whenever you watch it. No, I know, but I just want to like get some stats about it. Basically, it's it's in the, from 1983. Basically, this... <laughs> This young guy who was played by Adam Baldwin, his father dies. He goes, shows up in Washington D.C. 
And this crazy old guy owns this this horrible cab company where the cabs are all destroyed. Everybody that drives a cab is insane. And you talking to me, fool? He uh, wait a minute. So he he he. Oh, by the way, it, of course, it was written and direct. It was written and directed by Joel Schumacher. So no wonder it's terrible. <laughs> so he shows up. He has to. The cab company is going bankrupt. He has. They have to save the cab company. They gets kidnapped. It's it's just horrendous. It sounds like it. It's one of the worst movies ever. DC Cab. To watch that. And then we'll have to fully review it. Alright, so... I pity the fool. The other thing I was going to say was... In the last episode when, we were, when I was talking about the New York Comic Con... I showed you there was pictures of these like... These like, uh, like puffy looking Transformers... It's this Creo line. Right. K-R-E-O. Okay. They're like these Lego slash Transformers. I don't know if you've seen this, but they're... I, no, I've never heard of that before. It's absurd. Manufactured by Hasbro. Of course. It says, Creo is a line of construction toys. Constructicons. Constructicons. All right. All right. So I saw Sim a commercial sim for them. Similar to Legos or Mega Bloks, manufactured yeah. by Hasbro. Basically, you have mm -hmm. Optimus Prime, right? Yes. You that's build right. you build like the Optimus Prime tractor trailer out of like Legos. That's okay. basically see if you can find the YouTube on YouTube, you can find the commercial. Well look, Creo Transform. I know, I want you to see the commercial. All right, right, right. You it is Megatron and Bumblebee, but they're they're they look like the Generation One figures. Uh, Creo, Creo, Transformers, Transformers, Optimus Prime. Nah, nah, I don't know. Commercial. They came to our world. Most have come to destroy us. Some have come to protect us. Now these are the movies, you know, characters. Apparently, Wait, Bumblebee can talk in this. <laughs> yeah, number one. Cook on that. Hold on. Number one, this stupid Creo baby toy commercial. Not only can Bumblebee talk compared to the idiot Michael Bay <laughs> movies, Optimus Prime is made completely out of these Creo Legos. Yeah. Every single one of these million pieces comes apart and reassembles, transforming into him robot. into a robot. Nine million times faster than he transforms in the Michael Bay <laughs> movie. Well, all right, here's another. I mean, that, but then they have these like Lego-looking characters of like they look just like the Generation One. We saw Starscream, <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee. There's Opti there's Optimus Prime. All right, let's see. Click this. on it. It's a great, great giveaway at Creo.com, and there's a chance to win one prize. Look, it's it's Megatron. It's Megatron. So Alright, so go to this Creo.com here. Hasbro.com slash K-R-E dash O. Just click the products. Optimus Prime. Oh, they have a shockwave. Look at that. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. 
See, Mirage. They have, yeah, they have Mirage, guns. Prowl, Bumblebee, Sideswipe. Who's that? Sentinel Prime. That was the member. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Uh, click, click the arrow. Galvatron. But these Iron aren't the Man ones Man. that transform. These are just like little figures. Ratchet. Starscream. Star Jazz. Megatron. Megatron. Couldn't do it. That's about it. Very strange. Prowl. And yet... Oh, it's it's just looping. These are Creon Transformers. I don't. Well, I guess you got to put them together, right? No, but no. Go back to Google. Wait, hold on a minute. All right. Those are Creons. Those aren't. No, I know, but the, yeah, because they're the little figures. I know, but why? I don't understand that. Why are they making those and then they make these full-size construction sets of the movie Transformers? This is very confusing. Look. Creo Optimus Prime construction. Yeah, that's from the movie. Right. Bumblebee it's also, it's from the movie. $60. Wow. <laughs> uh, Sentinel Prime, Megatron. Very strange. Starscream. Sideswell. So they have all the, the, the. Do they have Shockwave? No. Uh, it's probably another page. Mm, oh, yeah, you're. Uh, no, no. I don't know. Whatever. Shockwave. It turns me into Creo. <laughs> Star scream. I thought you were made of sterner bricks. <laughs> All right. So what right, else? So, out of the way, Creo. So. All right. <laughs> speaking. <laughs> speaking of. Oh wait, 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 wait. Here on Wikipedia it says for seven dollars. That's the basic price. You can get a Bumblebee made out of 75 bricks or an Optimus Prime made out of 90 bricks. And then it goes all the way up to $60. You get an Optimus Prime made out of more than 500 oh, my bricks. God. The child's going to lose. Like, you know, like you're missing one piece. The thing is useless. All right, so the Creon says Creon figures. There's a hospital that you can build, a Transformers hospital made oh. out of 2,000 bricks. God. So those Creon figures are yeah. mini super deformed figures. That's like the so Japanese, like you know, like super deformed, like that anime style where you have the, the little yeah, body right, and the right, big right, head. They will be released with Creo construct. All right. Well, so anyway, we solved the mystery. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. All right, so then I also, in terms of celebrity, I met Regis Philbin. All right. Wait, we talked about this already. Oh, no, 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 no. wait, we didn't talk about it. We talked about Jerry O'Connell. Yes. Well, wait, was, you met Regis? The day after the Bill Maher book signing, Regis was doing a book signing at this bookends place. In, Regis! In Ridgewood, New Jersey. Wow. So I brought my mother, of course, a big Regis fan. <laughs> and... You know, we got lost, of course, going there. Finally got there. I had to go in the line. Now, here was the thing. My mother stood on at the in the outs, uh, outside. Okay. Uh, to wait to get in the line for to to to, to get the book signed, whatever. I had to go inside and get the book. I'm waiting inside for this damn book for like half an hour. Why? Because the place was full of these other these idiots. Who were trying to buy the books the day before because the next day there they were having the Kardashians. Oh, wait. They wrote a book? Somehow. Was it a picture it's, book? No, they've written many books. 
Oh, get out of here. Well, they probably read them. So Their fu- names have been put on many books. Yeah. As the writer. So finally, we get there, you know, we get inside and, you know, again, you go, it's, you know, get up to see Regis there. And luckily, I only had to buy one book. And, you know, I took a, you know, video of meeting Regis. So go back to my folder there. Regis! Wait, hold you, on. Come on. He is 80 years old. Yes, good. Shrink All that. Right. Go to your folder. I don't even know if you can hear the conversation. It's me, Regis Philbin. Okay. All right, which one? Just open the pictures first. All right. I don't know how good they are. Yeah, no, I'm, oh, I'm here at the bookstore. Yes. Signing these. Where do all these books come there from? There he is. Outrageous. <laughs> how I got this way. I That's the name know. of his book. Me. Uh, all right. So close that. So at this bookends place, how strict are they with the pictures and the talking and the videos? Well, the the, the signing goes on in their basement. <laughs> so you go down the steps in there. I, the basement. I, I don't know. I mean, it depend. Probably depends on who the the signer is or whatever, and how many people. I, I don't know. You know, but would free just Regis, There were so many people there that you kind of had to. Um, Hurry them up. Conveyor belt. Yeah, so this is me, and I was so I was using the camera on my mom there. Regis. We miss you. Thanks, appreciate it. I'll be back, it'll come along. Thanks, Carol. Because I was going to take a picture of, I wanted to get a picture of us in Regis, but again, it was no who was going to take the picture. And then I was going to take one of her, but I was in video mode. Oh, you can grab a still. You know, video yeah, I know, but it's, you know, know, it does not. I just signed your book. She sits up. She was, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to miss you. He's like, I don't know why everybody keeps saying that. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I closed that track. I'm very much still alive. Oh, I God. just ate a tuna sandwich. Oh, by the Me. way, you know, the other, there were two guys who created Captain America. The other guy, the one guy died a, long, a while ago, and the other guy I just killed died. Him. Joe, Joe Simon, I think was his um. name. He was 98. What right. about me? I invented Captain America. He didn't, America. though. He did I not. did. No. You're stealing my credit. So, Regis. So now Regis is no longer, at this point in time, on a TV show. No. So what is he doing? I don't Nothing? Know. Retired? He's 80 years old. Semi-retired, yeah. Yeah. So what is, what is this? Oh, uh, yeah, again, it's pictures that I... Because my pictures are always terrible. I'm the worst photographer ever. Oh, these are like the you know, yeah. press media shots here. Yeah. That looks pretty good. All right. Rageous. It's, it's me, Regis Philbin. I'm gonna keep doing TD Bank commercials. So, what was I gonna say? Um, Who wants to be a millionaire? I uh, have an update. Oh boy. Since this is the Pawn Stevenson show, and we are the ultimate pop culture podcast, um, the complete series, for the first time on DVD... The complete series, not half the series, like Rhino did a few years ago, 
Shout Factory, Gem. Mm. The boxed set on DVD is out. Okay. Now, here's the dumb thing you about know, it. I never really liked that show. No, no, I know. But here's the dumb thing about it. You get all the people on the message boards, like the Amazon reviews. When Rhino released their, uh, you know, two box sets of DVDs in, I think, 2003, 2004, they did not use the broadcast master tapes. <laughs> they did, like just like with their Transformers DVDs, yeah. They used the, uh, the, what do you call it? The film masters, like the, what do they call it? The, the film transfers. Okay. Now, the film transfers had a lot of special effects that were not yet done because they were, I guess, done on video or whatever. So, Rhino's Transformers and Gem DVDs used these incomplete film masters. Shout Factory used the final broadcast masters, which were videotape. So right. the, the, the quality is a little bit different, but you're getting the final finished episode, not like some raw footage of the episode. The quality is, you know, maybe not quite as sharp, but now there's like all yeah, this... Yeah, but they cleaned it up. Yeah, they cleaned it up, but, but so now there's all this like furor online, of course, from like... You know, these Shout Factory DVDs stink. They're, the quality is nowhere near the quality. of The Rhino ones are way no, better. No, and I'm like, no, wait, no. wait, wait a minute. So so the guy who produces these DVDs, yeah, I forget his uh, name. Brian Ward? Maybe. Yeah, that's him. Brian He's Ward. like, guys, first of all, the that color. Guy, <laughs> that guy took such a ridiculous beating <laughs> on the when the transformer stuff was coming out it was unbelievable Why, though they they're it, fine right they look good no he, he was all right after it came out i'm saying up until it was coming out oh. he was taking a beating and then on gi joe he took another beating oh. because he didn't include all the psas oh come on. he's like look guys i included the ones you told me about <laughs> Right. So when they came out with the G.I. Joe Shout Factory, like a few a little while after they came out with the, the full um, series, yeah. the Sunbow series, they came out with the movie. Right. Um, and then he put the re the other PSAs that, that he found from the fans and all, he put them on there. All right. So it's good. Yeah, I know. But they were, you know, complaining to no end. So he's, so he's <laughs> responding to these negative reviews saying, look... First of all, the Rhino DVDs used incomplete footage. He's like, yeah, you're right. They are crystal clear, but they're incomplete footage. And the colors, I don't know what they did, but the colors are all wrong. I, I don't have, obviously I haven't seen the gem, but I have, I have Transformers, the full set. Yeah. The full set of G.I. Joe. Shout Factory. Yes. And they're the same versions that are shown on the Hub channel. Right. Well, um, yeah, exactly. They're, they're the broadcast masters. Oh, no, no, I'm saying the Shout Factory remastered are what the hub shows. Oh, okay, all right. They, they are in a condition, visually, that did not exist in 1985. <laughs> okay? So that's good. You could not see them. I mean, it was, when I was watching them, I was literally amazed. Not only how clear it was, but the colors. I was like, yeah. I, I mean, look, from the time the Transformers came out, I had some Transformers like trading cards and posters. I had a lot of Transformers stuff that had still shots and stuff 
and G.I. Joe from the series. Right. And I used to, I probably looked at those seven million times. They were always like dull looking. Yeah. You know, like almost like if, like if you took, if you, like on an old TV, if you took like the color adjuster and turned the color down, that's what it looked like. Right. Back then. <laughs> right. And I mean, what, what they did was, it was unbelievable. Right. It literally looked like if you ever get... I mean, you could do this the same thing with Looney Tunes. If you look at the old Looney Tunes, they always look like dark and, and kind of stuff like that. Out. Yes. But if you were ever to get an animation cell, you always... I remember I, I would look at them. I would get animation cells. I'd be like, why are these animation cells so bright <laughs> yeah. and clear? I, well, I don't understand it. I know. Essentially, what Shout Factory did was they restored the Masters... To animation cell quality. <laughs> That's really good. But I'm just saying, the qu that I quality know. did I not know. exist in 1980. Like, the broadcast masters that they could have gotten in 1985 from Sunbow didn't even look like that. <laughs> I know. So he's saying, you know, look, what Rhino did, you know, the, 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 the raw film that they used is super crystal clear. I, I grant you that. But the colors are completely wrong. I don't yeah. know what Rhino did to them. It's incomplete footage. And, yes, people are complaining. Oh, my God. How come this DVD doesn't have Dolby surround sound? It's only stereo. What the? Shout Factory totally ruined. That's all it was. The Rhino ones have surround sound. They're way better. And, I'm, and I keep going on Amazon. They invented it. They manipulated I know. it I into know. surround. I know. So I, I'm going on Amazon responding to these reviews saying, guys, the Rhino sets, they added sound effects that were never there. They just added their own sound effects. No, that's better. I'd rather that they add the, their own sound effects to give me surround sound. I said... You guys are idiots. You're, I'm done. I'm done with you morons. The, you have no idea in, in different, you know, in, on web forums where I come across people, the people who insist on something being, if it's not Dolby Surround 5.1, right. if a DVD is not 5.1, it's, who cares? It's garbage. You can't tell the difference. Well, not only that, but for something that was made in the 1980s before Dolby 5.1 surround sound existed, I don't want it to be 5.1. I want it to be whatever the original was. Keep it like that. Don't ruin it. I hate when, the, you know, like, what was it, Miramax, they released A Hard Day's Night on DVD, and they ran it through all these, like, sh you know, bad-sounding filters mm. to, to, to simulate... Dolby 5.1 surround sound, and it sounds atrocious. They botched it. I hate that. Just leave it the way it was originally. Please. So, my other point is, if I were this guy working at Shout Factory, and I had to keep dealing with all these people, like, leaving reviews and... Posting on the message boards about Transformers, G.I. Joe, Jam. If I were this guy, I would, like, I, I don't know. I would, like, jump off a cliff or something. I, I wouldn't be able to take, <laughs> I would not be able to take dealing with these imbeciles on a daily basis out there in the public. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, he... I would start murdering people. They, they're, they're just morons. <laughs> they're absolute morons.
the guy took a beating <laughs> on the Transformers and G.I. Joe. And they've done, obviously, they've done other series like the Super Mario Brothers and, and a lot of things right. from back then, which I, I don't... But I'm telling you, he took a beating on... He definitely took a beating on G.I. Joe because of the P, the stupid PSAs, you know, the knowing is half the battle mm. nonsense. But do you know that... Uh, I think that uh, they're also releasing uh, the Deke G.I. Joe series, oh, he was saying. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Just leave it alone. All right, so anyway, Gem, the complete... Because Rhino did not release the complete series for whatever reason. They just can't seem to do anything right. Shout Factory, the complete series of Gem on DVD and a, a very good price, too. I think it was like 20-something dollars. Yeah, there's some... Whereas back in the day, each individual yeah, Rhino uh... set was like $50. Yeah, what I... What the heck? I mean, the Transformers Matrix one and the G.I. Joe, they were like $129.99 when they came out. Well, they were on much longer than... I don't know. No, they were like $160 something or something like that. But, I mean, if the, the Rhino stuff was a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Oh, by the way, speaking of G.I. Joe, you know, the sequel is coming out. It's called G.I. Right. Joe Retaliation. Is Bruce Willis in there? Bruce Willis is in it. The Rock is in it. <laughs> How can you smell have... what the rock is cooking? How can you have a G.I. Joe movie without Cobra Commander or Destro or Wait, the Baroness? They're not in it? No. The, the... Wait, who's the enemy? I don't know. Storm Shadow's in it. Bruce Willis is the enemy, I think. What? what? Who is he? Just look it up. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Is he Serpentor? <laughs> no. No? No. Are you sure? Because what other enemy in G.I. Joe was there? There's no Cobra Law. <laughs> Co he has to be... Cobra Law! <laughs> Alright. What am I typing? G.I. Joe G. Retaliation. G.I. Joe is the code name for America's highly trained special mission force. Alright. G.I. Joe Retaliation is an upcoming 2012 science fiction action film directed by John Chu. Whoever that is. All right, so they got the Rock. The, the guy that played Duke is back. Oh, okay. Somebody they got some girl playing Lady J. Who is this guy? Channing Tatum. Yeah, who is? Uh, I don't know. He's terrible. Whatever. What kind of name is Channing? Uh, anyway, so uh, Ray Park is back as Snake Eyes. The Storm Shadow guy is back. Ray Parker Jr. No. I don't know. The guy that Zartan is in there. Some guy is Flint. I I don't know. This is just... you, you got to be kidding me. It is due out in the United States June 29th, 2012. Um, June? June 29th, oh, 2012. No one will see this. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, one more thing. Um, do you remember maybe around 1990 or so, maybe like very late 80s, early 90s, on Channel 9 in New Jersey, WWOR, at night, the, the news, like the news would come on, and then they would go to the weather, and I can't remember the weather guy's name, but he was like, kind of like this middle-aged guy, and he'd always be like, 
Hello, New Jersey! Here's today's weather! It's like, he would always do these that. funny voices, and he would always go, Hello! Whoever, you know, whatever. Was it Crazy Eddie or something? No, no, what was this guy? The thing? weather is unchanged! Hold on, what was... Wait, I gotta look this up. I was trying to remember who that was, and I... Wikipedia. Um, like WWOR News. Channel no, 9. No, not Channel 9. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. All right. OR. Weather. Weatherman. Man. Lloyd Lindsay. Wow, you got That's it on the first what? one. What does he look like? Let's see. You'll see. He's like kind of funny Just looking. Click images. No, but yeah, but I want to... I want to type in his name. Yeah, that's him. That's him. I bear. I right, vaguely, wait, wait. maybe he's on YouTube. Yeah, we gotta look this up here. Vaguely remember him. I just had this weird memory of of this guy doing like the stupid weather stuff. Maybe he still does. Wait, <laughs> there's a lot of videos. Lloyd Lindsay introduces George Carlin. Here, let's see this. No, his name is Lloyd Lindsay Young. Lo, lo, Lloyd Lindsay Young. I want to see that thing with George Carlin. All right, hold on. Come on. Of course, you pick a video that doesn't work. Come on, it's supposed to be Fios. It's like taking... It's YouTube. It's not Fios. No. Why isn't it playing? Some of these videos are screwed up on YouTube. Heck, he's in a bathing suit. So this guy's like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> exactly. Why does this look like it's from the 70s? It is. This was 1990. Well, he must have been there for 20 years. Oh my god. Alright, let's, let's watch the George Carlin thing. Oh, hey, no. Yeah. What is this? Oh, wait, this is the DVD I have. It is. That's him. I don't remember him being on it. Hi, everybody. Thank you. I'm Lloyd Lindsay Young. I want to tell you right now, we got a wild night. Heavy thunderstorms. Heavy, heavy. 49 degrees in the breeze, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Without any further ado, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce a gentleman who needs no introduction. He sounds like the big bopper. And, uh, Hello, yeah. my baby. <laughs> and look who's over here. Oh, I'm a Lloyd Lindsay. Hello, New Jersey. Is he still alive? I, I don't know. I have to Google. Look him up. I'll, I'll Wikipedia him. Because if he's not dead, you know what that means. <laughs> uh oh, he is. You this? Help me! Get me out of here! My God, this man's not dead! This man is not dead. Yes, this man is not dead. 
What am I doing in New Jersey? That was the George Carlin. I have a feeling, yeah, look, his trademark intro is, hello, and then whatever city. So he was in... (laughs) Howard Stern called Lloyd Lindsay Young the most successful mentally challenged person I've ever met. Okay. Yeah, uh, so he was at C-Call, he was at WWOR for 12 years. Before that, he was out in California and Idaho. And it says on September, wait a minute, he, in September 2008, he was terminated from his job at K-E-R-O in Bakersfield. Creo? Kiro. It's oh. more like Kiro. <laughs> now he's, I guess he's calling himself Double L. Well, Lloyd Lindsay. Young. Is currently a weatherman on KGO 810 Radio out of San Francisco on the morning and afternoon. He has been forming this capacity since 1996. So anyway, out of all the people who are Hello, listening... New Jersey! Out of all the people who are listening to this, yeah. probably only <laughs> Frank, Nora, and, <laughs> and Brian Jude will have any idea what we're talking about. I didn't even know what you were talking about. <laughs> I didn't watch the news back then. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Lou so, Costello. So, uh, anybody, um, uh, any, uh, anybody uh, uh, that died didn't talk about anything? Celebrity deaths. Well, I have one. I don't know if... I think that's the only one. Deadoraliveinfo.com. Let's just double check. Well, go to the oldest one. That yeah. we care about. Patrice O'Neill died. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Was he in the Transformers movie? Or no. That was someone else. It wasn't him. You know who I'm talking about. That was Anthony Anderson, wasn't it? Or... Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. So what was he in? Patrice O'Neill. Well, he was on like Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn and stuff <gasps> like that. Colin Quinn! <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, uh, it's I know. Hey, Colin Quinn, man. He and I put Patrice O'Neill was on all those like I love the eighties. Yeah, love the VH1 thing. stuff. He did the web junk, which eventually Tosh point ripped uh, off. Essentially, it was a rip off. Stand up so, comedian. He was very very funny guy. He was always on Opie Anthony. He was hilarious. Funny. He's well, the funniest guy I've ever heard on the radio. Well, he was also about six hundred pounds. Wasn't that heavy? Well, he had diabetes. <laughs> he had diabetes heavy. and he was very heavy. Yes. So Patrice O'Neill, he was, was not in good shape. Born December seventh, nineteen sixty nine. He died November 29th, twenty eleven. Forty one years old. Mm. Died of a stroke. Now I would at lo- age forty one. I, 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 that's like you know, like Farley almost. <laughs> I would love to play a clip of him, but the you guy can't. cursed constantly. I know you can't. <laughs> A very, very funny guy. Unfortunately, um, he was not the best guy with television executives. Why? Like, he would often go into meetings with television executives and make fun of them. Like, really, (laughs) really insultingly. I don't know. It was like he just... It it was almost like he didn't want to make it. You know, like, he didn't want to, like, ruin his street cred or something. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Some people are like that. Very funny. Very smart guy. Very smart guy. Very funny.
Because we come a long way, man. We could do some white guy crime. That's, that's traditional white guy stuff. Sniper. Nobody thought that was a black dude, man. That's traditional crazy white guy stuff. Like chloroforming women. That's a white guy crime. Chloroforming. That's a white guy's the chloroformer in the park. Mister, you have the time. Mister, you have the time. Yes, sure. It's Wake up hanging in the basement. <laughs> he be in the corner. <laughs> Black guy couldn't be the chloroformist. Miss, can I have the time? No, I can't. No, I can't help you. He be standing there with the fumes. <laughs> Excuse me, you got the time? I'm the chloroformist. Like, white women make me real nervous. White women make me nervous as hell. Not right now, because it's witnesses, but I'm talking about, <laughs> like at night, when they by themselves, you know what I mean, walking towards me. She could be nervous too, because I'm a big dude. Like, oh Jesus, you know, big black guy is walking towards me. Hope he doesn't, <laughs> hope he doesn't grab, you know, getting that fantasy going. Hope he doesn't grab me with his big black arms and <laughs> throw me in a trunk. And I'm thinking the same thing, like, oh Jesus, I hope nobody kills this white woman because I'm going to get blamed for it. That's why, I look, I do a lot of stuff to protect myself, man. I keep my receipts. Uh, I collect receipts because that's a trailer where you've been, man. You, everywhere I go, I get a receipt. I don't care. And I never go more than a half hour without buying something because you can kill somebody in a half hour and then you ain't going to have, you need an alibi. So every 15 minutes I buy something. Uh, stick of gum. Can I get my receipt for that, please? We don't have receipts for gum, my friend. Well, you're gonna have to. Uh, we don't have receipts. Well, look, you're gonna have to write me one or something. I gotta have the receipts. Uh, we don't have receipts. And then, you know, if it's like that, I'll end up arguing with him just to, you know, so he remembers me, you know what I mean? Give me my damn receipt, pussy. Whoa, what? You heard me, punk? What time is it? 5.15! Alright. with me at 5.15, you wasn't out killing someone because you ran him with me. That's why I don't litter. I don't throw garbage in the street. Not because I care about the earth, but I'm afraid I'm going to be walking through the park drinking a soda. And when I'm done, I just throw it on my shoulder, flower a bush, and land on some dead white woman's head with my fingerprints on the can. Now I'm the Pepsi-Cola rapist because I'm lazy.